Hello and welcome to the Just Mates podcast where we aim to destigmatize men not speaking up about mental health. Remember to follow our social pages on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Just Mates Pod. You can listen to and subscribe to our podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor and Apple Podcast. All links are provided in the description. In today's episode, we discuss anger. Um, yeah, after our 10th episode, we've had quite a good reach. But yeah, anger today, 11th episode. Yeah, it feels like we've come a long way, mate. Yeah, know. definitely. I think um, from the nerves of the first podcast to now, <clears throat> it's a lot um, smoother, I think. Yeah, it just um, it feels more fluid. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think we've picked up on our little habits and kind of honed in on them. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, so um, today we're going to be talking about anger amongst men and the, I guess, just how we can suppress it and fuel our anger to a more p- positive approach. Yeah, um, we um, we actually did, uh, well, you did a beautiful illustration now of um, how to kind of... Not it's not. I don't like the word control your anger, but kind of push push it aside a little bit. Just learn to understand it and yeah. push it into areas. If that makes sense. Yeah, we've yeah. done a list of different tips and tricks um, for things to like calm you down. I guess essentially. I mean, it's it's not concrete um, solution, but it is definitely a way to help. Like 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 we said, channel it into something a bit more positive. <laughs> Yeah, and the reason we're kind of doing anger today is because it's for that reason that we kind of had like an illustration up, but we actually haven't delved into it too much at all. Yeah. Um, and I think anger out of most emotions is, especially in males, I mean, because if you think about it, um, I was thinking about this the other day, Naf, um, the majority of people in prison are males. Yeah. Um and obviously males are generally more assertive and kind of do have a bit of a stereotype to be more aggressive, like physically. Yeah, and dominant, get, I suppose. That's the word. Yeah, more dominant and less likely to, you know, listen to people and abide by the legal system. And it, and it kind of really made me think, like, well... I just I don't think anger is talked about enough and maybe if it if people started to realize that you know it it can be a problem if it does get out of control maybe there can be a lot of issues that can be resolved especially with people going to like jail and doing the wrong things and yeah definitely I think as well um with anger it there's a uh, obviously there's always going to be a negative connotation but Mm. looking at the root of what the what was causing the anger and the way that men deal with their emotions uh, considering the fact that we are known to not speak up as much i guess for for women they have their hormones and they can have like a a patchy few weeks or days obviously when um they're um on their periods and stuff um i guess they deal with their emotions differently they can become emotional and you know but i think amongst men it's seen to be because they don't talk they have outbursts of anger i don't know if that sounds like i'm speaking too much on women's behalf but i do think that that is a a main reason well women are higher like 
well, generally speaking, high and trait negative emotions. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but and and that is fact. You you can't really dispute that. Although there are going to be males that are typically higher than some women, women sort of thing. I'm just talking about average here. Yeah, uh, but I I think, uh, and this is without stereotyping with with males, they've got more of. Uh, like I said, they were more assertive, um, less empathetic. And I think, like you said, Naf is correct. You just, if you bottle up anger, it can, it can either come out all at once um, and just, it, you know, it, it just explodes and then something bad can happen. Like yeah. you could end up in jail, you could end up fired, that sort of thing. Or if you really, really do suppress it to the point of, you know, like, you know, just pushing it aside, not recognize it, it can really aid you and it can really destroy you internally. 100%, yeah. I think as well, like, the main thing is that men, you, you know, from society, men are conditioned to be like quite aggressive and we're we're told to just focus on things and not really talk about it maybe not directly but that's what society tells us and like it sees it's seen as a sign of weakness for talking up so in in retrospect of that the the reason we because we don't talk up we'll just get angry yeah pretty much and if you do think about it from like a biological perspective um testosterone really clouds clouds the mind yeah so um that can turn you i i well i'm speaking from my experience and i know from other people if you just look at it from like a third party perspective like it can really fuel you yeah um, and you know it can get out of control so um other emotions as well like you you don't just get angry for the sake of being angry no root causes so anger can be kind of like triggered by other external emotions so such as like um <coughs> sorry so such as like anxiety shame sadness fear frustration guilt disappointment worry jealousy embarrassment um and just if if you're experiencing something which is kind of negative and your body kind of sees it as like a threat sort of yeah. thing threat to it is kind of like this balance between um the known and the unknown um and if your body and your mind can't handle what what the perceived threat is sometimes you can turn to the turn to anger um but that's generally what what i kind of because now i'm older and more mature i can kind of recognize it yeah Um, i think being younger you don't recognize that that anger is out of deeper rooted problems so you feel like punching things and like hitting things is the the way to to get rid of that anger but i think with maturity comes ways to deal with with those emotions and the the big thing from this the reason why we're talking about it is because anger is 100% related to mental health and obviously it's to do with the mind and how we see things and if you are around men or guys that are often quite angry a lot of the time maybe try and and see the deeper root of that anger rather than just stereotyping them as aggressive men because i think that's what another problem is then because people can't handle that anger not that they should have to but if you don't be there and be supportive they don't know how to channel that anger anymore and they'll just be they'll just carry on being aggressive and it becomes a very bad habit 
Yeah, and I'll um, <clears throat> I'll tell you something, because um, I know we had like a little bit of a chat before this, um, something quite personal. Because when I was a kid, um, I kind of had like it was counselling, but to to a sense, it was a bit a bit like anger management. Yeah, um, and what people because I used to get a little bit angry as a kid, and you know, and I kind of recognise that anger now, and I can transfer it, and I can recognise it. Um, I think there's just such a negative connotation around the word anger. It's, it just it just shouldn't be there but um anyway um this is because i just when i was a kid i thought didn't really think people were listening to me and to yeah. a large extent they weren't um so the way i would outlet and get people to listen was to kind of have like a almost like an outburst so you know like you said punching holes and walls and screaming at the top of my lungs and then that would be the point of when actually people would listen to me is when i'd actually cause a disruption yeah it's just attention seeking in a sense as a kid yeah. anyway as a kid anyway so um yeah so what i did during that time is this you know they said there are going to be people that's going to that are going to listen to me just write things down um i don't know go go for a walk um and really it just helped me come to grips with i mean i have counseling but with regards to this in, in in several other instances is you kind of just make peace with your with your inner beast yeah no it, yeah so, that's a good way to put it i mean i think I'm, i mean thinking back now to when we were kids <clears throat> and stuff um do you remember when like say if we were angry or whatever do you remember yeah. the common thing people used to say is oh you need anger management or yes i still get that man and, and do you know what that i i'm only thinking about that now but mm -hmm. it's like anger shaming, isn't it? Like, instead of telling them how to control their anger, they're just telling them to just basically go away and deal with it. Yeah, it's um, like it's like you actually said, really, that really struck home because when, when I get frustrated, because when I used to get really angry as a kid, um, and I really don't want to shame my family or anything, but, you know, whenever I get angry now, um, and it's not even, you know, throwing tantrums or throwing things or just, you know, I talk, I talk a bit more assertive, like, listen to me. <laughs> like, like, yeah. They, they say to me, oh, Sam, you've got anger problems. It's like, what? <laughs> Do you know what? It's just like, um, I guess you could, it, like I said, it's anger shaming, but like, say if if someone was eating too much and you wouldn't just outright call them fat, would you? No, it you just wouldn't. Help. It's just morally wrong and inconsiderate. So yeah. I think another thing for people maybe to take away from this is maybe don't rush in and just say, oh, you need to sort your anger out. Maybe you should help them in some sort of way. I'm not saying it's people's responsibility to control others and how they how they feel but it's just a, a level of supportiveness as a sense yeah. don't um, um sorry i was just gonna say as well and uh, me personally even as a kid i never used to cry and i still don't like i'll obviously when when death happens and stuff i'll be quite emotional but i don't cry at all so my my feelings towards anger were rooted from sadness and I used to deal with it by punching things as a kid anyway. Yeah. And like we like we said before, just I think we just didn't know what to do with our feelings. And because I didn't want to cry, I just got angry. Yeah, that, that, that's um I can I can I can fully sympathize with you there, mate. Like it's it's weird because as I've gotten older, I kind of I've been able to cry a lot more. Yeah. Uh, because I did suppress it when, a lot when I was a kid. Um it kind of sounds it kind of sounds weird but you you know how like weird and distorted my music taste is yeah so, so like i like 
people think that a lot of people have this like um, perception of people that like heavy metal and stuff. Um, they think that th these people are like really angry or like out of tune sort of thing. It's like, well, I listen to, you know, Slipknot or Screaming Music because it's kind of like it's an outlet. It's how I kind of feel inside. And instead uh, of you doing that, the other person is. Yeah. And, you, and you're fine with bands like, I don't know, Architects, Slipknot, Korn. When they scream, it's like you, they're doing it for you. Yeah. Um, and it's it, 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 that is a positive way to kind of look at it i've never really thought of that because I'm, I'm quite guilty of not judging people but assuming that that well why are you kind of listening to this kind of music but obviously we, we all have a different acquired music taste but it is um a form of emotion i, I, I guess like yeah. the, the same way like you know you may have heard the common term sad boy hours mm. um like um people talk about it a lot and that means they're listening to depressing music kind of thing yeah the same way you listen to angry music is if you're angry you listen to sad music because you're sad yeah, that's so true, mate. And like, I got to really kind of help my like um, thank my mum for this because when I was growing up, and you know, my parents were going through a divorce, and we were going through absolute hell together. She used to basically put on heavy metal in the car. She doesn't listen to it anymore, but she used to put it on in the car. <laughs> Big up, mumsy. Yeah, and we both used to listen to it, and like that's how I kind of got into it. So there's this like I give you an example. My my mum doesn't like Slipknot. She, you know, she thinks it's way out of tune. But for me, it's like you know, it's like basically like classical music to me now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I met there's this one song that they've got on there that I just made me fall in love with them. But if you were any normal person without any issues, you'd be like, what the hell? And like <laughs> I'll have to show you this after. But it's one of the songs they start off, and then you can hear the music. Boom, Build up, and you have to censor this, but they they just go, <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it goes on for like a minute, and it's like a proper scream, and you're like, oh yes, and yes, like, and like you said, they're doing that for you so that you don't have to kind of say that or shout that. Yeah, exactly, mate, exactly. And I think you know if you if you are if you are angry, like heavy metal just helps so much, it really does. Yeah. I think um, music is definitely an outlet to maybe even calm you down. And maybe yeah. in, in, in uh, what do you call it, on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you are sad, listen to happy music. If you are angry, listen yes. to calmer music. Yes. Um, but if you're calm, don't listen to angry music because <laughs> why would you want to make yourself angry? But you know what I mean? Like maybe opposites would help there. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know, you've, you've really hit the nail on the head there because if you are feeling down, like, try and listen to something funky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what a lot of... Um, when people are, are depressed, they do... Obviously, talking about your problems helps, mm -hmm. and 100% I will, I will say that you should do that. But at the same time, if you carry on talking about it all day, all night long, you're just going to be in this depressive bubble and you're not thinking about anything else. It's yeah. great to talk about things have your little outburst talk about your emotions get it out of your head and your system but then you need to channel that into something a bit more positive and start being more positive about things because if you yeah. hold on to the negative if you wake up in a bad mood your whole day is going to be bad kind of thing yeah and this is what i was um i was saying i, I like that whole transference kind kind of thing yeah uh, because with anger, what I've learned is, and this is what, you know, this is kind of why I played football, um, played rugby for a little bit, did MMA, did boxing and stuff. Like having an outlet, like once you finish like a session or you, or even just working out in itself, like is so 
is so helpful, mate. Yes, yeah, definitely. It, and, and it gets and, the blood pumping as well, which is what yeah, happens man, yeah. when you're angry anyway. Yeah, and the, the thing is with anger, like, um, I think I get sent you the saying, so if you have no teeth, you become really easily pushed around. Yeah. So um, don't... I think people look at anger kind of negatively, but you can actually, if you, if you've ever been really angry, you know what I mean when I say, you know, you only see red. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of of thing. Um, it makes you, obviously it makes you like less rational, makes you rigid, makes you really short term focused, impulsive. And like, you obviously just want to be right, but it's, it's such a source of energy. Why would you get rid of it? Yeah. Sort of thing. So like, if you've got that energy, use it in like a positive manner so like flip it on its head i've kind of said that thing before so when i when i you know i used it in football i've used it um at work if i want to you know like prove someone wrong that's sort of that's what i was going to go into proving someone wrong i think say yeah. if, say if you've been told off or something or you've been repeatedly told something and you're not happy with it so say mm. someone said oh you can't do this kind of thing and they're making you angry so much instead of obviously in that in that sudden moment you're thinking oh god's sake shut up kind of thing mm-hmm. and you get so angry but in that moment once you've su- suppress that emotion of of complete rage turn that anger into something more positive and prove them wrong and do what they think you can't do yeah so if they're telling you oh you can't get this um assignment done you can't do this you're not good enough blah 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 get angry whatever however you feel but prove them wrong get the assignment done yeah that's exactly um that's exactly as it's kind of weird you say that because that's exactly what happened to me in academia yeah because um i wrote this page facebook post what was it like to just when i graduated basically as a kind of like a middle finger to people um you know when i was gcses they didn't even know if i'd pass them they and then when they did a levels they said i'd fail when i went into they said i wouldn't even get into uni um and then my thesis tutor said i wouldn't get a first and i'm only and i should be happy with it with at least a two one and it's like all of that really fuels you yeah Uh, definitely you just want to prove people wrong as well as do good for yourself yeah man so i think anger is like it can be positive like obviously if you're not uh, you, you know there's the other side of the spectrum if you're if you know you're like you're just slamming someone's head into into a door then all right maybe that's a bit yeah too and much. i think like it's good you've just mentioned that because we've talked about anger but we're not condoning violence we're not saying that these angry episodes are um always okay we're not saying that 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 is it's a great thing but if people are getting angry please try and think about maybe maybe these episodes are happening because they're suffering from something deeper down and yeah. um it's like i said before um men are um condoned to by society to be aggressive and dominant kind of thing so when they are being that way maybe it's because they don't want to show that they're sad. So just just give them a quick, like, quick, like, just ask them, like, what is really wrong kind of thing? And those kind of words, those trigger words can really calm people down instead of telling them to stop being angry. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever been in the, you know, kind of like the scenario. I don't know if I've just said this. My memory's going a bit. um, Where, you know, sorry, you're angry and then someone goes 
oh, you're just, you, you know what I mean? They, they kind of just say, oh, they kind of see it on the surface. Yeah, so, like, yeah, we, we were talking about anger management kind of thing. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. If someone says you're angry, that kind of makes you more angry when you are angry. It just, you know, it fuel, it's like putting gasoline on fire. It's just like, yeah, definitely. Like, if, if you take a toy away from a kid that kid wants, they're just going to throw the rest of their toys out of the pram until they get that toy again. Yeah, and... I would much rather someone actually come up to him and be like, listen, mate, you know, I, I know you're frustrated. Um, do you want to sit down and talk about it? Yeah. And and do you know what? The amount of times that probably would have helped as a kid if my... um Say if, if it was something at home, like my mum or dad made me angry or whatever... I, I think, um, not speaking on behalf of all parents, but sometimes parents don't like to apologise and yeah. they don't want to say sorry because obviously they're the parent figure, they're, the, the, they're in hierarchy time terms, they're, they're more up from us, but they don't want to say sorry. And I think maybe that's a root of some of the problems where maybe as kids, if, if my mum or dad made me angry or uncle made me angry and they hadn't acknowledged that, they're the reason I'm angry. Instead, they're telling me to just calm down, stop being a kid kind of thing. Yeah. If they'd have just maybe honed in on the fact that maybe I've made you angry and I should apologise, mm-hmm. let's normalise that. Let's normalise older people saying sorry for their actions as well. Yeah, that's so right, mate. And it's, you know, no matter what age you are, you shouldn't really judge a book by its cover. No. And if you see someone that is angry yeah don't just look at it at face value just think okay maybe this dude is going through something that i don't know and maybe maybe i should open my ears and listen i mean you might get acceptance isn't it yeah and if that person is obviously you know looking like he's gonna smack you walk away but you know you if you if you just open your heart out and just say listen mate what's going on like this is not this is not really you um you, do you want to talk about it? Yes, exactly. And, and the amount of times that probably would have helped instead of telling me to just calm down. It's just like when someone's sad, you don't just say, stop being sad, do you? <laughs> you don't, you, you wouldn't say that. No, it's it's like putting a Band-Aid on like a, you know, a ripped off leg. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's just not going to help. Um, I just think it's, it's important you, like we just, I think just remember that anger is a normal emotion. Yeah. yeah, I mean, true. as well, um, like linking this to mental health, like there's so many reasons people can be angry. And I think you listed a few before, but like it could be like disappointments in like career, um, financial stress, um, relationships like marriage or parents. I think it's just deep rooted from so many different factors that if these episodes are so regular from people around you that they're feeling angry, I know we keep saying it, but just literally just find out what the root of the problem is instead of just just bypassing it. Yeah, and um, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like I, I've been in plenty of them as uh, as well. And obviously with maturity, I've learned, really learned to kind of grow out. <laughs> and recognize that you know recognize frustration and anger when it when it gets there so i can kind of maybe meditations help me do that but um anger is really toxic yeah so it can like i I said this too earlier so it it can really spread like wildfire so i don't know if you've been in um 
like a heated argument with so not with someone so they so you're talking with someone normal conversation and then their voice goes up sort of thing and then and you, you want to match that tone yeah it's it's dominance isn't it yeah. so it's kind of like especially if they're male so if they say something like i don't know they they just say something and then you know, you can kind of feed off of that energy. And before you realise it, you know, you're in a punch up and out the street for absolutely nothing over a bag of chips. Yeah, no, definitely. I I think um, it's just about us being assertive and dominant and we always want to be one up on the other person. Yes. And I think when you're angry, that is that is the only thing you see. Like you said, you see red. The only thing you want to do is prove that you're right, even if you're not. And I'm not saying that these episodes of anger are always correct. Like some people do need to be told that you need to like stop being angry. Sometimes you do need to be straight up told that that this is happening way too often. You need to sort it out kind of thing, obviously in, in a respectable yeah. way. But as as we keep saying, like you just see when you're angry, you just see yourself as right. You want to raise your voice. You want to you want to shout. You want to be be um, aggressive and just prove that you, what you're saying is wrong and what I'm saying is right, regardless of the situation. Because at the yeah, you're right, mate. And because at the end of the day, people just want to be heard. Yeah. Uh, and they get their opinion across. And if you feel like you can't get your opinion across, then obviously you're going to resort to being acting in in a way which is not obviously acceptable in society so i I think i've given this example before so when i was driving when i was probably like 19 or something um when i used to get cut up i used to get really angry (laughs) yeah Um, road rage yeah and i remember um this one point when i was basically just driving home i wasn't even going fast to be honest um and it was on a dual carriageway and i moved off into the right hand lane just to basically take take a right on the roundabout and this dude thought i was overtaking him or, or something or that like white van driver typical um and he proper he just moved onto the other lane kept cutting me up and like at the end of it i couldn't really go around the roundabout because he kept cutting me up yeah um and I, I got so, so angry that I was effing and blinding at him. And I called the, I, I, at the end of it, I just kind of, it was really weird. I, I kind of had like a self-realization when I was in that moment. Like, why are you driving so fast? Why are you getting so angry at this bloke that doesn't even know you? Like, the worst type of people are the ones that can know how to push a button. Yeah, definitely. Um, just the wind-up merchants. Yeah, and he was kind of a wind-up merchant. I've never known him. And then when I got home, I was like, I can't believe I let myself get angry at someone that's just going to be like that to me. Like, And the, the fact that you don't uh, even know the person and you'll probably never see the person again, I think that's yeah. another thing. Like, That just shows you how much rage can take over. It really can. And, you know, what, why do you think a lot of... Um, you know, accidents and murders and stuff and all of this, all of these horrible things happen is because it's because people just lose their temper. Yeah. Um, and sometimes losing that temper could be the, the answer to some, some problems because maybe some, someone's holding on to a certain thing they want to talk about and it's just one trigger point that's caused them to be angry. But then finally it's all out kind of thing, but that's yeah. controlling your temperament as well, isn't it? I think sometimes it can be really beneficial to you because, like I said with that saying, if you have no teeth, you, you can become too easily pushed around. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had my birthday um, gathering um, last week. Yeah, halfway uh, to 50. <laughs> thanks, mate. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, and uh, I've got knee pain now. Um, <laughs> my back hurt every part. Why moment. are your knees hurting, Sam? I don't know, mate. I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, not like that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, we bu- I booked it like a month in advance with a couple of my close mates. And these guys, are these guys, are, you know, I can't fault them. They're really nice dudes. Um, and I, I really hope they're not listening to this. But uh, I, I, bu- I booked the restaurant table. I was fine with that. And then obviously with this whole COVID situation, I was really worried about the pubs like not being open. And I was trying to book places. And it all ended up fine. Yeah. But, but like, you know, this is probably really, really immature. But I was like, this is my birthday. Why am I the only one booking and looking for things? I kind of remember you having a little outburst to me as well. Yeah, I got absolutely, basically, I've never really spoken to any of them like this. And I put a message in the chat just saying, somebody better f- help me or, or this is this is just not going to happen. I'm getting really pissed off now. Um, and then they started to help me. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it can kind of work yeah. in your favor. <laughs> I think like you, you kind of channel, because you, you know your boys, you know they're not going to take that to heart. I think mm. it's just all based on who you're around. Obviously, when you're around kids, if you show that you're angry all the time, you're kind of teaching them that that's okay kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. But in some instances, you you know you can suppress your anger and you can maybe in front of the child, you, you can be calm and relaxed about and composed about it, but go behind a closed door and release that anger. There's just a time and a place for everything. I um, That's a really, really good point, mate, because I, I think anger can be kind of manifested when you're as a, as a, as a kid. Yes. Because, Just um, like every emotion, it's uh, based on who you're around and what you see in your life. That is what you become. Yeah, because it's... Um... It's it's social conditioning in 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 a sense because when when you're a kid and you'll find this with kids that kind of bully people and I was going to mention this yeah carry on sorry yeah so so when when they're bullying people when that kid is angry it's often because uh, I read I read this this thing a couple of uh, probably a couple of years ago. Um, about this kid that used to go around and you know started hitting people and punching people and stuff and he used to bully this other guy who's like a ufc fighter basically um and that's why that kid basically turned to like fighting because he didn't want to be beaten up anymore but anyway the kid that was doing the bullying in the first instance probably got he, he um that he let they later found out that he was doing that because it's when he got home his dad was beating him and his dad was yelling at him yeah so the way that that kid could communicate was by hitting and punching other kids because, because he that's thinks that's normal yeah yeah i um, think you're 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 spot on there i think um because they don't they're not able to be dominant at home or in that situation they're finding another place to be dominant so often you hear about it all the time really don't you like bullies are often bullied so yeah he was obviously that child was obviously getting bullied at home and the way he dealt with that was by he was he's thinking in his mind well someone's treating me like this which means it must be okay so let me just do it to someone else yeah and you you do need to teach your kids you know like when when i have kids i'll be like look i, I understand your frustration sort of thing um let, let's let's try and transfer that energy into something positive but you like you said earlier you just can't negate anger because you if you're saying it's not a normal emotion people are going to feel like really secluded yeah um, and they're the only one and you know if your voice isn't heard it's just gonna it's just like it's just gonna build up um, i think like i said um it's 
obviously as parents as well definitely as parents it's important that you notice that you may have caused this problem with your child or your or people around you um and to to take accountability for that probably the kids seeing that you taking accountability for it will teach them that if i do ever get angry i should apologize yeah it's just about what you see and what you learn, really. And um, I just think it's important that you, you like you said, it's, it is social conditioning. You become who your 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 environment, don't you? Yeah. And well, the if fall far from the tree. Yeah, exactly. And if if around you at home, everyone seems to be angry all the time and doesn't know how to deal with things, you're going to go to your your normal like place of like um, being social, like with your friends or school, and you're going to you're going to do the exact same thing. Yeah, and I, I can probably put this in like a different angle from anger. So obviously, when my dad moved out, left left when I was like, I don't know, 12. Um, I kind of grew up around my mum and my mum's obviously because women are high and trait negative emotion it's like over the years it's kind of helped me become more like feminine in a sense oh so, yeah 100% yeah I understand like women's angle like like the, the female perspective a lot more and I'm a, I'm probably a lot more um, emotional in the sense of you know being sympathetic and caring just, about yeah being matter. emotionally aware isn't it yeah, and if you think about it from that angle, like if you're if you've grown up, let's just say with like a drunken alcoholic father or something, then the te- you probably will more have more of a tendency to be more angry or something. But yeah. also on the flip side, like, um, and I think I've mentioned this before. So um, if you did grow up with like an angry dad or an angry mom or angry brother sort of thing, you'd probably want to think I'm never going to be angry. Ever exactly. Again. Yeah, I think mm. as well. Like it's good you bring that up. Say for example. <laughs> your parents always argue and your mum is it doesn't have to be this way but your dad's always beating your mum or your mum's yeah. always beating your dad yeah. and you get into a relationship and instead of thinking it's okay to beat my partner you think i do not want to be um an embodiment of what my father or mother is doing so yeah. i know how somebody should be treated and i know how my mum feels when she gets hit or dad feels when he gets hit um let me not put somebody else in that position yeah and i think that's really useful as well but on the flip side of that as well it's like if you're repressing like a useful source of energy like anger then that can also manifest in different ways that you probably won't foresee yeah. so like i've said transference is like recognize it's there appreciate it um and i, th- I think i'd like to move on a bit now with like meditation and stuff yeah so yeah yeah it kind of when you when you when you understand meditation um, and you understand, you know, breathing and stuff. You write, you you start to see your emotions from like a third party kind of perspective, and it's it's. I talk about it like I'm a connoisseur and like I'm Gandhi, <laughs> but it's it's actually incredibly difficult to do because, especially with anger um, or depression, because when when you're in that bubble, it's 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 like the bubble's made out of titanium, and you can't really get out of it and see it from a third party perspective. But what you know, some sometimes sometimes if you can get out and recognize you know see your emotions from like another point of view um people people who meditate know know what i'm on about here um 
it can be really useful it's like you kind of detach yourself from bit that angry person yeah i think it's just like anything when you notice a certain trait about yourself you know your triggers and if you say for example the tv being being on the number 16 volume angers you you Mm -hmm. know to avoid that number 16 so (laughs) the same way certain things may make you angry you just know to avoid them and if you are succumb to being around that thing you know that i need to do this to make sure that i stay calm in this present moment so just like one of our first episodes you which has been such a massive um help to a lot of people that i've spoken to about it yeah um, the wim hof breathing oh yeah mate yeah yeah and you can do that uh, and you told me this as well you can do that at any point wherever you are really obviously in, in a respectable environment but mm-hmm. you can you can channel that energy into Wim Hof breathing whatever you're feeling to so say if you find yourself being extra angry and you've just run upstairs and you want to just punch something instead of punching something do the Wim Hof breathing yeah I, I agree I, I really agree um, I mean that's just one thing that you could do maybe another thing is a stress ball or maybe another thing is cleaning or you know there's so many things that people do to take their minds off things and the, cleaning is really good that's that's really good you mentioned that yes yeah, therapeutic isn't yeah. it anything that you find therapeutic yeah do, do you do you like cleaning and stuff like do you know what I, I can't like i don't mind like when you get into the zone of it i you just keep going don't you yeah it's um what's that what's that saying T- tidy room tidy mind yeah yeah so, so yeah. um yeah definitely with cleaning like say if you're hoovering the sound of the hoover just drowns everything out doesn't it and i find that a lot like when when i'm hoovering i'll just kind of not forget everything because it's hard to do that but when you're in that zone it's just like it's like music really you're just focusing on the music and when you're hoovering you just focus on the hoover and you just suppress all your emotions and you just you just get on with it yeah that's um i can kind of transfer that into a way uh, let me let me try and wear that in a different way so it's like having an object that you can focus on yeah um having it's, it's almost like an objective um to like transfer all of your energy thoughts and processes and on that what fixated on that one thing um i think that's what you're getting at yeah yeah no definitely um i think maybe we should we refer to that um five ways to manage anger thing we've put on on instagram yes let's um let's go i don't know if you've got it up or you can get it up but i've got it up as well Um, yeah if you read it to me mate and i can just give my thoughts i haven't got it up at the moment so on our instagram on our highlights page and on one of the posts on our instagram we've got these five ways to manage anger and they are um, so I'll, I'll list the five things and then we'll go through them each. Yep. Count, walk, talk, write, and channel. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna me- I'm gonna read out what what each of them says. So count says count down or up to ten. If you're really angry, start at a hundred. In the time it takes you to count, your heart rate will slow and your anger will likely subside. Yeah. So should we talk about that? Maybe it's just like hoovering, really. Like you're channeling your your emotions to doing something different, and you're just forgetting about everything else, really. Yeah, I'm, I've um I've actually practiced this at work. So I don't know if you've um if you've ever had like a like a bad email or something. Yeah. Uh, 
or someone said something to you. This is something that my old, old boss, you know, taught, taught me. Um, it's just like if you get like an email because you can get because communications can kind of get misconstrued and possibly yeah. be a bit distorted. Um, I remember there was one time I got this email and I got a little bit frustrated, and the boss was just like. Uh, Sam, just breathe, you know, exactly like you said, count to one, two, three, four, five. And then I, d- I did that whole exercise. It's not the same one that we got listed, but I did that. And by that time, I kind of, my emotions kind of climbed back down and I started to rationalize. And it turns out the actual email was something that I not didn't see. Like, yeah. Not, because testosterone and... And you saw of, red. Yes, mate, that's it. So that is that's a brilliant one that we've got there um and anyone. i think as well like you just said in that situation it's taking accountability for realizing that actually i thought i was right when i was angry i've calmed down and maybe i was the one in the wrong yeah it's like um i read this book uh a couple of years ago it's called um it's called the chimp paradox okay yeah um so it's kind of yeah, I, I can't remember the whole concept of the book. Um, I've actually got it here, actually. That makes sense. Um, so it says your your inner chimp can be your best friend or your worst enemy is the chimp paradox. So it's like it's basically picturing like your emotions as kind of like a chimp um, and then kind of feeding it in a way to, you know, it, not negating it or ignoring it. Otherwise, like, nurturing it, it. Yeah, you're nurturing it. So kind of recognizing it. It's like mind management to help you become like more happy and confident and that, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's kind of recognizing that it's there. And uh, that, that analogy of the, the chimp, that could be anything for anyone. You, you could use it as your favorite pet or favorite animal and yeah. channel it to be a positive dog or a negative dog, an angry dog, sad dog, happy dog, and use that as your kind of inner beast. Yeah. It's um, it, it, in essence, it's like, understanding that your emotions are really primitive yeah so um recognizing like how your mind works and understanding how to manage your emotions and thoughts like i won't go into it in too much detail because it's it's quite a chunky book but for anyone listening like especially with anger sadness it's kind of you know recognizing that it's there it's kind of like meditation in a sense but yeah lot more funner perspective to kind of think okay this is a nat- your body's natural response to you know how it perceives like a threat if you're talking about anger and this is how you kind of get around that and kind of put the monkey back in its box when it's acting out yeah uh, sort of thing so but yeah i'll um i'll put a link in the description if, if people want to people want to read it it's, it's yeah, really- no, that's great um okay i'll go to the next one it's walk go for a walk or ride your bike move your body and go outside simply being away from the situation can help relieve anger now i often feel like this is my outlet as well and um, yeah. you can probably agree with running um for me it's gym as well and during lockdown about the beginning of lockdown running was my outlet but yeah, yeah um, if i'm ever angry and i'm already planning on going to the gym anyway i'll just mm-hmm. bring forward them plans and i'll just just get myself away from the situation and just go to the gym yeah no gym really works for you doesn't it yeah because um for me i think when i'm at the gym got my music in, got everything plugged in. All I'm thinking about is my reps and my sets. Yeah. So I'm not really, I'm, I, I can't even lie. I'm genuinely not thinking about anything else. I'm not even worried about anything. I just want to get my session done. Obviously when you walk out the gym, it's a different, um, different scenario, but 
in that moment, that's how I suppress my anger and, and channeling it into my reps, really. Yeah. Well, it's um, it's physical. I think any form of physical exertion kind of bring, grounds you and brings you back down to earth. You're not really in your head when you know when you're pushing like 100 kg, like above your chest. Yeah um so it's it, that that's really good like right i've noticed with me like running is, is is and you and you can you know this as well like running is really really great because it, anyone that does running knows that running sucks yeah no one does it for an enjoyment no it's like well i mean you can to an extent if you're not like if you're just going for like a leisurely jog but if you're going at like a quite you know you're pushing yourself to maybe like 70 80 percent then nothing's in your mind you just want to stop running yeah that in itself is like you know n- nothing else in your mind is coming up you just you just want to get the exercise done <laughs> sort of thing. yeah no I, I i i get what you mean yeah 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 so yeah exercise is definitely an outlet um uh the next sport as well so kind of like um i don't know you play normal football don't you Nav? yeah sometimes yeah does, have you found that helps? Because I don't. I've never really played it. It's just the same with gym, really, and it's the same with anything. You, when you're playing, you're not thinking about anything. Yeah. I know some people, um, especially professionals, like you'll get the professional footballer that will be like, "I had a bad game because I had this on my mind," but more times than not, they use football or their sport to just get away from the situation. Mm-hmm. yeah and it's definitely best to kind of pick up like a sport or hobby kind of like that. yeah I mean, even be like table tennis for, for goodness sake but um i think the more physical exertion that you have in a sport the, the more you're going to be out of your mind yeah definitely um the next one is talk confide in a close friend or relative don't bottle up your anger in the long term this can be very damaging to your mental health yeah um, you... i think that's the whole point of these bloody podcasts really yeah i was gonna say that and um I'm kind of a bit to and thrown about something that I haven't actually brought up before. So if you, I, I say it depends on who the people are. Um, they have to be kind of close to you. I, I'd say, I mean, you, it's good to talk to anybody, um, but just be careful with who you tell certain things. Yeah, uh, some people aren't out for your best interests. Yeah, and, you know, they, they're just shit spreaders sometimes. Or, yeah. Or they're, you know, the, these people can be, and we've discussed this before, they can kind of be a bit toxic. So be kind of wary on who you speak to. Speak to. So you want to make friends that we're, that are with, like like with you, Naf. Like, I know when I'm talking to you, you, can't, you want the best for me. So yeah, emotionally you, available friends, really. Yeah, and you and I know and I know talking to you, you always want the best for me, even if what you say is not what I want to hear, you'll yeah. say it anyway. Yeah. So that is that is something you should look for in a, in in people and to for people to confide in because if you're just talking to somebody that just you know they say everything you want to hear then there's no point or even just talking to someone that's just they're asking what's wrong just to get the gossip kind of thing you've just yeah, well, realized that that might even make you angrier really yeah 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 well it, it can be helpful just to let things out but if you think about it like long term um you know having the right people to talk to and confide in i mean it could you are actually you are actually right because if you do talk to the wrong person um you could you could maybe pick up on that you're not talking to the wrong person you feel like you waste your time um 
and that could probably make it worse. Yeah, because then you feel like, well, somebody told me to talk to someone, it will help, and this didn't help, so I'm never going to talk to anyone again. But that's the completely wrong mindset. It's just like we keep saying you've got to like you said sorry um you've got to find the right person that that you know will be understanding and there's just um there's just a way of saying things and to be emotionally supportive you just have to be of a level ground and be able to be assertive and and um know what you're talking about with the other person yeah and try and um I don't know if this tactic has kind of worked work for you now, but if somebody's been through something um, and I know they've been through it and you're going through a similar thing, just speak to them. Yeah, yeah. And so, sometimes don't wait for the other person to tell you what's wrong. Just just go up to them and say, like, I've noticed you've been you've been a little off recently. I've seen these um, outbursts of, like, you being angry. What's up kind of thing. Um and then, or even just talk about yourself, and they will eventually just s- spread out and talk about themselves as well. Yeah, exactly, mate. Um, yeah, so that's talking, which is very important, really. Um, this one I haven't really ever done, but I know so many people do. It's mm-hmm. write, write a letter about how you feel, and then throw it away. Then you will help express how you feel whilst helping you rationalise your emotions. And another. Um, one off of writing is like keeping a journal as well but yeah writing a letter and throwing it away that that could be helpful yeah you um i like to put it in like a more um how how, so how people can kind of recognize how useful this is so like i know we've kind of mentioned music and stuff and a lot of the time like an artist's outlet is to make is to make something is to make you know if you if you listen to like an artist like eminem or something you really understand what he's kind of gone through yeah Uh, and the, what 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 do you think his first instance was it, it was to be it was to write down how he was feeling and then channel that into into um his music so if artists can do it then what's the, just because you can't sing rap or write um doesn't mean you can't just write down how you're feeling it really does help it really does um, it's just like um i've i've seen this in a couple of films as well and i've i've heard like counselors say this and therapists say this like say if you wanted to um tell somebody how you feel like say if you're you're in love with someone or like you like someone blah 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 get my letter <laughs> well it's in the post <laughs> Um, so yeah, now you write down how you feel and you might may or may not give that to someone you may or may not like give that to the person you're feeling them emotions towards yeah. but because you've written it down, you've made it real. You've made it that it's not just in my head. Now I actually think these things and whether, like I said, whether or not you, you give it to that person or not, you have now, um, acknowledged your emotion and that will just come a long way for you from mind to paper. Yeah, it does. Um, it's a bit, um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to use this like analogy. It's like catch it, bin it, kill it sort of yeah. thing. So it's like if a mind comes, if a thought comes into your head, I mean, even if you just write it down in the notes on your phone and then you leave it like maybe five minutes and you read it back and you probably think, or even a day, you probably think, hmm, is that right? Um, is uh, that really what I'm feeling? Yeah. And do you know what? It's just made me think of this. If something makes you angry and it's not going to affect you in one hour, just let go of it i can't remember what the actual um metaphor is like i think if it's not gonna if it's not gonna affect you in in five days don't spend more than five minutes thinking about it yeah yeah that's it 
and like say for example someone's spoken to you horribly and it's just made you so angry and you're not even going to see that person again just like the road rage Mm -hmm. in five days time are you are you going to see that person again no no so then why do you need to spend longer than five minutes being worried or angry about that about that thing happening a really good way to think about it mate i haven't yeah. actually thought about it yeah i've heard of that being said before but yeah, it just makes so much sense to this i've heard it but i've never paid attention to it yeah um no that's really true actually i'm glad you said that yeah so and the last one which is literally um comes off of every other one that we've just mentioned is channel <laughs> turn your anger into a tangible production consider painting gardening or working out I think this goes for any hobby that you may have. Um, And like you said, with work and stuff, um, just channel your anger into proving people wrong or proving yourself wrong that you're angry for a certain thing and I actually can do this. Yeah, it's um, don't let it build up into resentment you know i i think i've mentioned it on like another another podcast like you know you can turn bitter and then you can turn resentful and then you can turn like hateful and then you know it's it's really dark from then on sort of thing yeah and it can really snowball um so just yeah catch it bin it kill it (laughs) yeah i think that actually is the 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 perfect thing to say really because them them kind of things you can't hold on to how you're feeling forever so like you said catch it acknowledge how you're feeling throw it away as in like talk about your problems and then kill it just don't let it affect you again yeah because often a lot you are you are right now like in the long terms these you you I've been in the situation before you kind of look back and think why did I devote so much of my anger aggression sadness to something which is not even relevant yeah yeah not even relevant to me anymore so it's a really good uh, really good point there mate yeah Um, I think we'll cap it off here then mate Um, we've I think we've covered quite a lot if there's um, anything that maybe we've missed maybe the listeners can let us know yeah but yeah um, I'm really chuffed that we've been so consistent and this is number 11 now it's mad yeah this until our like 60s <laughs> well hopefully we won't be depressed by then <laughs> i think we're, we're, we're trying to fix that really but yeah no um again thanks guys for all the support i mean we've got our loyal listeners um i think last one the, the with your uncle simon on there it's yeah. had a great reach a lot of people have listened to that and i think maybe maybe having another guest on the, on the shows um on the podcast is probably quite helpful yeah i think so mate and even you know if we just help one person then our job is done um i mean for me personally um i i just like doing this to talk to you and it just gets my gets my feelings yeah i think without being too direct obviously we're not as personal on here Mm. it just leads off of us talking to about about other things as well like i've had numerous um conversations and phone calls with you about personal things and what do i always say i say like we've talked about this on the pod we've talked about this here remember what we said here and then we just relate to to ourselves yeah so yeah um I guess, yeah. So um, this is number 11 of Just Mates. Um, you can find us again on our socials at Just Mates Pod on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Um, obviously, if you're listening to this on YouTube, it's Just Mates Podcast. Give us a like and subscribe. Um, it goes a long way. And yeah, I, I've been the face. I've been Sam. Um, I'll see you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.